going to look at one of the places that is opening up. So many places have been a bit restricted, (laughs) somewhat restricted over the last little while, but we're going to look at a place that is opening up and there's plenty to do in Queensland, isn't there? Plus lots more from the world of travel. We're talking travel on to a new RFM. Sally Lucas, well, some of us are just itching to get out and about and away and have a break. Yes, we are. And, I mean, admittedly, we've been able to do it within our own state, but I guess, you know, further away is appealing at the moment, I think. The grass on the other side. Of the fence is always greener, as they say. However, just to briefly remind people that with South Australia, I did say last week it was reopening 20 July, but that's now been scrapped because of the Victoria situation with a new date to be advised. So we don't know when that is happening as yet. Um, So as we've discussed, yes, Queensland is still opening on the 10th of July, as is Norfolk. So, yeah, we'll talk about those today and the others, um, Northern Territory and Tassie opening a little bit later later in the month, and then also uh, Lord Howe in August. Um, So I thought, well, Queensland, it really is, it's quite a large state, obviously not as large as Western Australia, but there's so much diversification in the types of sightseeing that you can do, depending on what your interests are. You know, if you start looking at families with young ones or grandchildren, etc., obviously the Gold Coast is very appealing because of all the worlds, etc. there. Brisbane, again, like Melbourne, has reinvented itself as a capital city from the old days. They're very modern now, got a lot on offer, a lot to do in and around the mountains behind as well. And then you go up a bit further and you can go to the Australian Zoo as well, which is at Beerwar, which is a fantastic... I have been there. It is a wonderful, wonderful zoo. And you can do many um, experiences with animals, you know, from meerkats to cheeky red pandas to cheetahs to a rhinoceros to an echidna. Um, and they have a hospital there, which is a very good hospital that does lots of procedures to protect environment and protect the animals that have been brought in injured, etc. They then, do have crocodiles, don't they? They do have crocodiles <laughs> and birds and snakes and wombats on leashes that get go out for a walk. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's, Gosh. It's, it's like a dog. You should see them because I've, you know how they sleep a lot, but you know they take them around and they, it just looks gorgeous having these wombats running around on leashes. I just love wombats anyway. Um, and then, of course, we've got the Sunshine Coast, which is wonderful with the Glasshouse Mountains, the lovely towns in behind there and the hinterland of Montville and Mullaney, Yamundi, which is... I still think one of the most fabulous markets you can go to. Um, it's twice a week it used to be. I don't know what it is now. I would suggest, by the way, before I go any further, with even though we're saying places are reopening, some things may not all be open in each state or in each town because of the restrictions. So you need to look at the local websites, tourism websites, just to make sure what you want to go and see is actually open. Mm. Um, but yes, all these things will come, you know, in, into place as we continue on through this journey, of course. Um, so yes, the Sunshine Coast areas we've said, then you go up to, of course, the wonderful Harvey Bay Fraser coast area where you've got the delightful Fraser Island anyway with those beautiful um, lakes the Mackenzie Lake etc and but you've got the whale watching there I mean I know we've got it here but when they get up there that's where they are it's like a nursery so there's just so many in one spot for so long so when you do a cruise out of Harvey Bay between July and October roughly you know you're almost guaranteed 
to be seeing, well, you will be guaranteed that I can't imagine you will not ever see a whale there because that's where they are and that's where they socialise. And some of them continue north, of course, but they do spend some time there. That's their like a resting period for them. And then when you see them with the babies there, it's it's wonderful as well. I suppose that's where the babies grow up a little bit, yes. grow stronger so that they can do the journey south. That's exactly right. Um, so, yes, you've got all that gorgeous area there. And then you've got, of course, we get up to the Sunday as well. The Sundays are just fantastic um, and that beautiful Whitehaven beach that we all know of but that whole area like once you go there and further up to the Great Barrier Reef because that marine park stretches from Mackay all the way to the north and it's about half the size of Texas uh, the marine park there you've got 3,000 coral reefs 600 um, sort of islands, sorry, what they call continental islands, and 300 coral caves. And a lot of the islands are national park, and of course we all know there's quite a few we can visit commercially as well, of course, whether it's, you know, Hamilton, which is one of your largest islands, and more commercial islands, if you like, because you've got little shopping centre and you've got all the sorts of things you can do there, from Qualia, which is five-star resort, down to more budget accommodation. So it gives you a good range if you do want that still have have that feeling of being in a community, whereas some of the other islands like Orpheus, Lizard, Lady Elliot are just mainly for adults and that real sneaky, lovely little romantic getaway type island. So you've got, you know, you're blessed with choice actually with the islands up there that, to suit budgets, etc. as well. So yeah, I mean, there's just so much to do in Queensland and we haven't even got to the end of it yet. And two on URFM's Talking Travel, Sally Lucas. We're north. We've got about as far oh, as where. Where Cairns? are we up to? We sort of, yeah, Cairns, Great Barrier Reef. Um, and between Cairns and Port Douglas, which is the next place I was going to mention, don't forget you've got the wonderful Atherton Tablelands out from there, the Coranda Railway, which is just a gorgeous rail trip to do up to that township of Coranda. It's so pretty. Um, the whole scenery is just gorgeous. The Barren Falls, all of that is just lovely. It's lovely doing a driving holiday through that area too. It really is very, very pretty. Um, so so, yes, then we can head up to Port Douglas and from there you can do some fabulous trips, trips rather to the Outer Reef, which aren't as long as you do them from Cairns because most of the Barrier Reef that you visit is up the Port Douglas area. So if you're staying in Port Douglas, it means you really get more time out on the reef and not as much time spent getting there. So just always keep that in mind if you're wanting to have, you know, a better day out on the reef, snorkeling, etc. And that's fantastic because you can see all sorts of wonderful marine life, including minke whales and all sorts of things up there. It's just delightful. Um, so once you've left there, then you can head up uh, in Mosman Gorge. That's another lovely thing to do out of Port Douglas as well. I forgot that. The Daintree, of course, and then you head up to Cape Tribune and you can keep going Cooktown, of course, Cape York Peninsula, etc. Then you've got the Torres Strait Islanders, Thursday Horn Island. So it's just so much to do, but also you've got to not forget inland Queensland. Um, so if you want to, you can do the Spirit of the Outback train from Brisbane. It's 1,325 kilometres and takes 26 hours. And you go via Rockhampton, Barkeldean, Emeldon, Blackwater through there, of course, is just fantastic. And once you um, get up into that, area, of course, of Winton Longreach, then you've also got um, the wonderful 
dinosaur capital of the world, which is Winton, which uh, the footprints go back 95 million years, which is quite remarkable. Longreach, of course, you've got the Stockman's Hall of Fame, the Qantas Founders Museum, and you've got the Thompson River there where they do some wonderful sunset cruises along along the river in that area. And Jane, as you were mentioning, something you've done, of course, you've got that other lovely little rail trip, the Savannah, Savannah from Cairns. Lander, yeah. yeah, Savannah Lander, and that marries up with the, the Gulf Lander, and you can go all the way through to Normanton. And and then you do little whistle stops along the way and see some beautiful things on that as well. So, look, there's so much to do in Queensland as we've just, well, started to mention part of it. I mean, there's just so many islands you can visit, whether it's, you know, the Barrier Reef or the Whitsunday Islands. I mean, they're all different. The Barrier Reef Islands, of course, once you get out from Cairns, are more tropical. The Whitsunday groups are more like our own landmass and our own vegetation, but of course they've planted tropical plants there. So once you do the Whitsundays, they've actually been planted by tropical. That's not nature because they are all part of the mainland that broke away. So it's, they're a little bit different to when you get right up into Lizard Island to some of the islands that are further north. I always think it's sad, Jane, that we've lost a couple of islands that have never reopened. You know, since cyclones and so on, like Dunk Island and Lindemann Island in the Whit Sundays, and you know, it, it's just such a pity, isn't it? They're such beautiful places. It's such a shame that we. Maybe one day, maybe with the advent of us not going overseas now, maybe people will invest and, um, you know, try and increase some infrastructure. infrastructure that mm. we've got more to do here because obviously we're going to be doing, well, I hope we are, going to be doing a lot more travelling in Australia now. Yes, it's uh, still a hope, isn't it? It's well, it not is. a certainty. Well, yeah. it's not. Um, it's not a certainty, but I guess so long as they're locking down the areas that need to be locked down and taking all the precautions, because the virus isn't going to go away. I mean, until they get a, a vaccine. So I think it gets very distressing, though, to have states opening, closing, opening, closing and keep changing dates because businesses can't just suddenly stop and start again within a couple of days sometimes. You know, it's I feel it's a bit unfair. That's just my own personal opinion that it's a shame there can't be some sort of commonality as to when places open. But anyway. Then, of course, you get something like an outbreak somewhere. Yes. And immediately um, everybody's extra cautious again. Yeah, and, and I know. Be. And I mean, I know we've had a very low incidence compared to the rest of the world, of which we can be thankful for, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and lucky we've got the health system that we do, really, when you think about it. Oh, absolutely. Extremely lucky. So Well prepared. Yes, mm. yes. But anyway, we might even have a few little hot deals this week, Jane, oh. now that things are sort of warming up again. We're talking travel. Plenty of things starting to happen here at the moment in the world of travel, Sally Lucas, or the country of travel, perhaps we should say. Well, the country of travel, yes. There's one came in today for someone who wants to have some really nice accommodation to spoil themselves. So this is the... Um Swiss Bell Hotel International, and of course they've got the Swiss Hotel in Sydney and they've also got one, the York is now owned by Swiss Hotel, but they've got them throughout Australia and throughout the world. And they've come up with a package with a company called All Pacific Travel Concept, or just called APTC, not to be confused with just APT, which is Australian Pacific Touring, different company. Um, so with the border reopening, they've decided to put this little package together, just doing Cairns, um, Brisbane and Sydney. So for someone... Or buy your own airfares to go with it, of course, because obviously that's you don't know what they're going to be and you've just got to go online and see what you can get. But the, So you get into Cairns and you have a concierge meets you at your luggage carousel and 
takes you into your accommodation. And then once you're there, you have two nights at a Novotel Cairns Oasis resort there, including breakfast. And then you do a Michaelmas uh, K day cruise out from Cairns, which would be lovely to do. And then, of course, you can go snorkeling and all those usual things. And anyone who is a diver could do an actual dive as well. Um, and it includes semi-submersible coral viewing. You get a buffet lunch, teas, coffees, lots of activities, afternoon tea, complimentary sparkling wine with cheese and crackers on your home journey back into Cairns. So that's pretty nice, isn't it? And then you could also do a, um, a Daintree Cape Tribulation Bloomfield trip track trip. Then you continue on down. Um, again, you book your own flight again from Bris down to Brisbane and you get your transfers provided again with breakfast there. And then you actually do Brisbane by bicycle. <laughs> Great. A little bit of work. A little bit of work to get <laughs> you going. All that food. Yeah. And uh, also a walking tour. And then you, it's a called Laneways and Cafes Tour. It's a walking tour and Brisbane by bicycle morning tour. Then you continue on. They're taken out to the airport again and you continue on down to Sydney where you stay at the uh, Swiss Bell Hotel and you're transferred again with breakfast to the airport and you actually do a opera house tour with a tasting plate and a two and a half hour three pubs tour. Mm. So there you go and then, then it's your own devices to go home. So that's a bit over $1,800 per person but it's all good luxury accommodation and some nice inclusions in there. So that's something you can do. Now we know also that the Red Centre will be opening up this month coming. So there is one there. It's called um, a four-day Red Centre Adventure. Again, you get your own airfare with these. Um, and it's, well, Uluru is just so spectacular, Jane, isn't it? Not only mm. is it a spiritual place, but it's it's very powerful and it's very beautiful. Um, so you get three nights in Uluru at the Lost Camel <laughs> in a standard room with your airport transfers. You get a Katajuta Uluru National Park entry pass, a Field of Light pass, and you have a tour, uh, Uluru Sunrise and Katajuta, and again, a sunset one of the sacred sites. Now, that's valid for travel from September through to March next year. And that's at a, a touch under or touch over $1,050 per person for that four-day package. Um, now, also Fiji, funnily enough, even though that bubble hasn't opened, they, they're also just putting things out there to let people know that they're going to be offering packages when these bubbles open. So it's just to give people something to think about and what they can do. And the company there, Awesome Adventures Fiji, has a wide range of options there, which is mainly around the Yasawa Islands, including cruises, all sorts of things, all sorts of adventures you can do there with accommodation. And they're offering 20% off and with a lot of flexibility in the actual packages as well. And they'll be running for sales for these, sorry, will go up until the 31st of August that could change if things don't open. Of course, all these things are, as we know these days, nothing is really set in concrete anymore. And that's for travel, hoping it opens from October through to March 2022. So they've got a wide you know, window wide of opportunity window. there mm. to do it. Um, also, just to let people know, too, with Tassie opening up this month as well, Pentecost um, Wilderness Journeys, just the most wonderful family operation where they do these fantastic cruises, not just around out of Hobart, the coastal eco cruises like we've done around that south, southern part, rather south near um, 
My mind's gone blank today. Bruni Island. Yes, Bruni Island and the penal settlement. It's gone. Port Arthur. Thank you, Port Arthur. It just went. I couldn't come. But they're also now taking over operations of the Wineglass Bay cruises. And now as well, um, they're doing Wilson's Promontory cruises as well. And they're back in business. They're back operating. And they just want to let people know that these cruises are operating again, obviously with same safety restrictions and the minimum amount of people, etc. But look, bit by bit each week, I'll just mention a few bits bits and pieces because it's you can imagine it, it is a changeable feast at the moment but you know we'll just keep letting people know as things start happening it's so nice to know there are some dreams that might have foundations in exactly reality. jane exactly we all need those dreams we do thank you sally lucas thanks jane and we'll talk travel again next friday after the one o'clock news on 2nurfm thanks for listening to this podcast from 2nurfm at the university of newcastle Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.